This is Vince Hollywood Kelvin. I am here with the foremost expert on going from being an employee to being the employer to being a true entrepreneur, Joe Nicasio. Joe, we are doing an epic event this weekend with a very, very special guest here in Hollywood, but it will also be streamed globally and recorded. So eight and our hours of uh, the best of the best when it comes to back to the basics in business. <clears throat> Joe, forgive me. Yes. I was under the weather for a couple of days, but going full force nevertheless. So um, tell us more about the event. Yeah, you know, everybody's been saying, Joe, you need to do more events. Joe, you need to do more events. Because most of the time I am working one-on-one -on -one with clients, you know, and the world does not see the work that I do. Um, and, uh, you know, I do very powerful transformational work, and I help people just start thinking like an entrepreneur and how to create a business that works at the cash register. And so – uh, and, and so often when I listen to people talking about their business and the challenges they're having, in the back of my mind, I'm like, the problem you think is the problem isn't the problem at all. And because people are not connected to the fundamentals. And so I thought, you know, let's have a one-day event where I can pour out as much love and wisdom and knowledge and help people start thinking the right way. Um, so that they can actually create a business that works. So uh, that's what it's really all about. It's about back to basics in business. Um, and, and my goal, my intention of this is to be a massive contribution to the people that attend. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be a huge event. It's going to be an intimate event. And the people that show up, I promise, will be transformed by the end of it because uh, I want people to bring their issues to the table, and we're going to work through those and just grind them right down to the fundamentals because uh, that's what it's really all about. Everybody wants to make that million dollars, but if you don't have good fundamentals, it's going to be very difficult to get there. And so back to, back to basics is really about getting back to the fundamentals so we have something that really works. And, you know, you're right. Everybody has the desire, and the promise is out there. What's lacking is the blueprint and, most of all, the mindset. Because I see some guys starting to venture in their own business, but they, I can tell they don't have the mindset of what it, what it takes to be an entrepreneur. I personally have been independent my whole life, never really worked for somebody else. And even if you do currently work for somebody else, make no mistake, you are your own boss. And the number one mistake that people make is that they fantasize that the day they will be able to do what they love, then they will go full force. When in fact, it's essential to treat everything that you're doing as training. Because when you eventually get to do what you love, your performance in it will be the sum total of how you have performed elsewhere. So, it's essential to know that uh, you are never working for somebody else. And then there's that transition aspect. So, Joe, I'm going to ask you, you know, uh, there's so much information out there about, yeah, you know, become your own boss, this and that. But where I see it come short 
is that it's lacking the in-between. It, it's almost always like a teaser mm-hmm. of, hey, look at me, do so well, so can you. But there's never really the steps that we're taking in between, the transition. And a transition can be a little scary, and many people postpone their transition. You know, they, 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 they keep each year I see the same guys going like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm starting my own business. But they are never really starting it. So what's the best way to start to transition? Well, you know, it's malpractice to give a prescription without a proper diagnosis first because each person is a little different. But uh, transition, yeah, it's a little messy. Like, okay, I got this job. It's producing an income. It gives me security. You know, what, am I supposed to just quit my job? And I would say no. Like, create a side hustle. The first step in in having a smooth transaction, uh, and I learned this from Jim Rohn, is even the poorest person can have a superior plan, a superior blueprint. And so uh, the first step to making that transition, okay, you've got the job. And, you know, I want to start with that. I think that's a fair assumption. Uh, You know, don't tell me about how you can't make it. You're making it now. You've made it up until now, okay? So if you've got a roof, you know, one of the things I'm constantly teaching my clients is an affirmation, thank God I'm rich. Thank God I'm rich because, you know, if you have a roof over your head, there, there are millions of people last night that were sleeping on the concrete in, in the world. And, and in L.A., there's a lot of people. So if you've got a roof over your head, thank God I'm rich. Did you get three square meals in the last 24 hours? Well, thank God I'm rich. So the first thing is to be grateful for what you've got. And then um, the second piece was to create a plan and figure out, you know, like, let's, 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 you know, it's like a lot of people are bouncing from one job to the next. Let's fix that career thing once and for all. What does your dream business look like? So the second piece would be, like, let's create a dream. Let's create a vision. Let's, let's, let's get in our minds clear about what this thing is that we're creating, where you are uh, not only making money, but impacting people, serving people, changing lives, and actually getting paid for it, and having the freedom. So uh, number one is, you know, be grateful for the way that you're making a living now. Number two is let's it's create a blueprint uh, based on that dream and that vision. And then step three is, uh, what are, you know, breaking it down into the pieces of, of creating that business. Uh, you know, like a home is not, it's not just a foundation. It's a foundation with walls and the structures and a roof. A business is not just it's not just about having a product, but number one, what is your product? What is it you're offering that's going to help people? Um, and then how are you going to serve people uh, in such a way that you can use that as an impact to change lives and get paid for it? And then if you uh, want to I like the order, step, you know, change life. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, you're inspiring yeah. me already. A lot is coming up. Yeah, you know, uh, at some level, a business is do what you love, share the love, and receive the love. But we need to figure out what is it that you love and how are we going to put that out into the world? And then how are you, how are you going to get paid? How are you going to receive the love? What is it you're offering? Uh, you know, you don't need to have 100 products to make it in business. You need one epic product where you can dominate and have a big impact on clients. Um, and, and when you simplify it down to one thing, it re- there's no confusion anymore. Like, this is my one thing. And, and a large part of my process is to help people figure out what is that one thing for you. 
Yeah, and when you tap into it, everything becomes even easier. Uh, on, uh, to further the idea of gratitude, you know, it's a realization that I've had at the level of relationships and communication. In fact, there's nothing probably that a person already is doing on a daily basis that uh, they are missing. Uh, there's nothing that would be required in the business that they would be in that they're not already kind of going through on a daily basis. So to become more aware also that there's a constant presence, that it's not necessarily so far out there, that the same words required to uh, impact someone could be used elsewhere in an everyday conversation without even knowing it. So be also mindful that you already possess everything within you that is needed you probably put more efforts in the wrong direction doing what you dislike than will be required when you're doing what you truly love. And then there's also the trap, the trap of many employees are so geared towards getting a paycheck that then they want a quick fix and an idea to make money fast. And that, that's a pitfall. You have to focus on first, what you love, and how it can add value to people. When the value is high, people will do whatever it takes to be part of it. That is so true. Um, and, and you know, what is value? This is why entrepreneurs make money and employees make a lot less, is because they understand what value is, okay? As an employee, you show up to your job and you're there so you can get your paycheck, Okay, as an entrepreneur, there's nobody providing you a paycheck. Your job is, is to impact, you know, we're here not just for a paycheck. We're, we have to solve somebody else's problem. And, and how do you get paid $10,000 is you solve somebody's $100,000 problem. If you have a $100,000 problem and you can make it go away for 10000 people will pay you all day long for that. And so being an entrepreneur is saying, it's, it's not a, I think being an employee is actually selfish. I just want my paycheck. But being an entrepreneur is how can I serve somebody? How can I solve their problems in exchange for getting paid for that? That requires us to get out of ourselves and just me, me, me. And like, what can I do for you? How can I help you improve your life? How can I imp help you improve your business? How can I help you improve your relationships with women, which is in your, that's what you do. Um, and when we start actually thinking of others and how can I contribute and transform and make a big difference in other people's lives, we get paid that way. And you can't do that thinking like an employee. Mm. Yeah, the mindset needs to change completely. One of the gifts that I'm going to bring on my side for these epic eight hours to really make headways like never before is the four diamonds to better understand how as an entrepreneur, you think differently. I'll give you an example. I'm going to give away one of the four diamonds. We all know time is what life is made of, and there we cannot negotiate. It's 24 hours, everybody. Okay? So there are people who use that as an excuse. They go, yeah, but you know, when I'm done with my work, then uh, I don't have the strength in me to, to make headways towards developing my own business. While others, they find and they make the time. 
If we're real and honest with time, we should never say, I don't have the time. We should say, I choose not to dedicate the time towards this, and I'm aware of it, and I'm, fully, I'm not going to fool myself. At least I'm honest with myself. So we start with the diamond of time. See, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've been plenty places, okay? Like, for example, uh, there's a convenience store that I go to every day. I really like it. And certain items, uh, you have to press a button to be assisted, such as razor blades or perfumes, because people tend to steal them. Now, as much as I love the store, and I go there because it's the closest one. If something was to top it that was closer, or even just a touch further, I would no longer go there, okay? I like the experience of the design of the store. But when it comes to me pressing that button, each time it's the same experience. I have to wait and wait until somebody drags their feet to reluctantly open the window and give me my item. Once in a while, one is a little more upbeat. And you know what happens to those people that are more upbeat, Joe? I tend to befriend them, and then I don't see them anymore. Why? Because they move (laughs) on to greater things. They move on to greater things. But the ones that are the most reluctant are the ones that I have seen at that store for years. So for them, hey, let's be honest. How do most people stuck in jobs they dislike or they semi-like, but it's not their dream and they're still dependent on the schedule? You know, there is nothing, nothing like you and I. You guys have to understand that. Joe and I this afternoon are saying, uh, what time do you want to do the podcast? And we both are own bosses, so... We don't have to turn and say, well, I'll be done at, uh, I get off work at six, I could do it at seven. No, it's whenever we want. And if I wish I could cancel other things to do my podcast, if I want to do it by the pool at my place, I can do it by the pool. So, but how do most people treat their time? Let's be honest. Anyone that is not mm-hmm. in the position that you should really grant yourself, okay? It's, it, there is nothing like it, it changes I'll tell a story in just a moment, but I want to take too much time. I want to pick more of your mind because you so enrich me, and we also have to say that uh, many uh, the, the first PUA World Summit that we did, uh, you helped uh-huh. us launch this, and we are 12 years in the making. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Joe. Some of the biggest names in our community come from uh, you, Joe. You have assisted them, guided them. You know, for me, it's always a wake-up call. You spoke for us at EC2 not too long ago. Every word you say, I go, it's so right. Oh, my God. And so on. But anyway, um, to keep it simple, you, you really have to grant yourself that gift for yourself. And I'll tell you why in just a moment. Now, time. Most people, let's be honest, how do they treat time? Well, we learned that in school, okay? Unless you were the exception who loved school. Well, Getting by, you, you drag your feet not too much that no, you don't get in trouble, but you don't go too fast either. So most people, see, when, when I'm starting to have an employee around me that has never had the mindset of an employer or an entrepreneur or a go-getter of any type, because me, I'm personally very renegade. All of my businesses, I, was, I owned a tattoo, a, a tattoo business when I was 15 years old, cashing in up to a thousand a day at 15, getting pressed like crazy because no one had ever seen a kid doing tattoos. Again, I was talented. Mm-hmm. I owned the music school. I owned the Center for Empowerment. I did corporate coaching. You know, the list is very impressive of the corporate coaching I've done. With Coffee Bean and Healy, uh, just to, to name one, but the list goes on and on. So anyway, 
uh, I realized that they don't have gears. So here are the four gears. Okay, so you, got, you get a glimpse of the value that will be given to you this weekend. Okay, if you're an entrepreneur, you're working for you. Every minute is dedicated to you, to your growth, to your future. So there's no need to drag your feet. Sometimes it's about one thing. Get it done. So then the gear is speed. Don't add anything that's unneeded. Do it as fast as you can. Speed. Now, mm-hmm. sometimes it's not about speed. Sometimes it's repetition. Oh, I just, I, I'm done with my calls. Great. Do, do some more. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again until it really pays off. So the first gear is speed. The second one is repetition. And now the third one, sometimes it's preparation. You know, sometimes I may go a whole month of, yeah, I teach, but I make distinctions. I give myself a certain topic. I observe the world. I nurture myself. I prepare. I research. I work out. And boom, then comes the big event. Okay? Or oftentimes, my week is dedicated preparing. Like now, we're researching. We're preparing, you know, digging deeper. So preparation is the third gear. And the uh, fourth gear is precision. It doesn't take oh. perfection. It doesn't matter how long it takes. You gotta, we, we got to have it right. So if we need to rehearse it one more time, ten more times, that's okay. So notice four gears compared to the one gear of kind of dragging your feet. And for people who go from dragging their feet and just getting by for somebody else, when they are starting for themselves, what I tend to see happening, and I want to ask you about that, because anyone that I see aiming at the transition, their first biggest enemy is one that is simple, but they really wrestle with it, is stress. Suddenly, they don't see the money coming in the first month, month, they start to stress. And instead of flowing with those four gears, no, they rush, mm-hmm. they want to do it too soon, so they have it backward. Suddenly, you know, instead of, hey, be patient, it's your first uh, uh, first time uh, I have a, having a booth and selling something right there. Okay, no, they want it right now. So they have it all backwards. They stress themselves out so much. That explains why they were more okay being, okay, at least I get my paycheck. So I know that was a lot of talking. I want to share one more thing after why you must grant yourself the gift because I had a recent experience that, that reminded me how, how, how fortunate you can be, you two listening, if you, as soon as possible, Make that transition, even if it takes you a couple months. Uh, but once you are able to say, uh, I make my own schedule, I go when I want, I work as long or as little as I want, and it's up to me, the, your life is it's completely different. The essence and what it does to your soul, your psyche, everything, even your health. So, Joe, that was brilliant. Uh, how can, how can they avoid that stress? Or I don't want to limit you with a question because I feel we're on a roll and uh, I, feel, I feel something from you. So I pass it to you. Yeah, so the first thing is, yeah, I love what you just said. There was a lot of, there was a lot of nuggets in there that could be unpacked. But the first thing, I, I think people get stressed because they are so used to trading time for dollars. You know, um, you know, and Vince, uh, you do transformational work, and sometimes it might take a year to transform somebody, but sometimes it can be done very quickly. And so, you know, if you ask somebody like, okay, you have two choices. I have a program 
for one year, and at the end of the year, you're going to be awesome with women. You'll be able to talk to them. You'll be able to seduce them. They will want to be with you and have lots of crazy sex with you. So option one is one year. You know, and option two is you'll get the same result, but I wave a wet magic wand over your head for 10 seconds and poof, you know, you're, you're amazing with women. Which choice would people choose? They would not choose the one-year option. They would choose the 10-second option, right? But that program doesn't right. exist. That program doesn't exist. But the most important point is you've got to get away from this idea that I make, you know, $20 an hour or $50 an hour because you're just trading hours for time. And people don't care about the time. They care about getting the result, the outcome, the improvement in their life. And so when we can start breaking away from this thing that I have to grind for 60 hours a week um, in order to make my $10 an hour, um, that is limited thinking. Because the other side of the world is I have all the time in the world. You know, right now I'm living as a digital nomad. I serve clients. I have a client right now that's in India. I've got three clients in Scotland. I've got clients literally all over the world. And at the same time, I'm living as a digital nomad. This week I'm in Westminster. Uh, you know, I'm here in Westminster, California. But uh, I just spent a couple of weeks down in San Diego. And after I'm through, I, you know, I got this event with you in Hollywood. But, you know, I literally can say at the end of the week, which direction am I going to point my car? Where am I going to go live and play in the next week? And that's called freedom. And, and that has, because I've organized my life in such a way that I can serve my clients and get them the result, they don't really care about how much time I'm grinding for them. They just want to know at the end of the day, I actually have a business that works. And so there's time, but the opposite side of time is, is when you manage your business the right way, you can actually create freedom for yourself. Mm. And I... Uh, that's huge, you know. So there's three reasons to be in business. One is money. Yeah, we all want to make the money. But guess what? There's two more reasons. The other one is, you know, actually having the freedom to control your own schedule um, and control your – I don't have to go to permission for anybody of, like, whether I can have a call with Vince. I don't have to have permission. I am the boss. Stop working for the boss. Be the boss and actually start to realize – you know, if you're, there, there's a difference between being self-reliant and employer-reliant, and we've created a culture of people that are employer-reliant, and what we've done is created a people that are working for the man and, not, and that they're not really truly being the man. Unless you're a woman, you know, stop working for the boss, be the boss. So that's the second reason to be in business, so money and, and freedom. But the third one, and I think this is the most important one, that's impact. You know, doing meaningful work. Uh, we don't have an unemployment problem in this country as much as we have an underemployment problem in this country. Um, people have so many skills and talents and abilities, and yet we go to a job where they want us to kind of be a robot and kind of just, uh, you know, do the, the cookie-cutter job for the cookie-cutter boss, you know, with our cookie-cutter job description. And we are so much more to that. Uh, you know, imagine, Vince that you got a job at McDonald's, heaven forbid. And you invented a healthy, you know, you're, you have this, humans have a need for creative expression. I really believe this. And, and, and you, through your creativity, you're working at McDonald's, you invent a healthier, tastier French fry. You will not be embraced. 
you will not be loved. You will not get a pay increase. They're going to say, shut up with your crazy ideas and make the French fries the way McDonald's makes the French fries. Mm. We don't care that... We don't care that it's healthier. We don't care that it's tastier. You're destroying our brand. And so, so many people are underemployed. They have so much value to bring. We want to contribute. We want to make things better. We want to improve things. But the typical job environment does not create that because there's a way of doing things, and the only reason they hired you was because they need to get those things done their way. Um, and, and it's actually kind of sad. So, you know, we want to make money and we want to have freedom. And most importantly is we want to do meaningful work with our creative expression to impact lives in the most powerful way we possibly can. And that's just not possible with about, you know, 95% of the, the traditional employment models out there. Wow. And the one thing, the wow. other thing I wanted to say was, yeah, maybe I should just pause on that one. <laughs> that was a good one. <coughs> <laughs> well, Joe, you know, wow. I mean, uh, you have just kind of dissected why, what I was going to say. And I had a very, 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 very unique uh, eye-opening experience last year. And ever since I've been able to kind of monitor the difference. So for me, as I said, um, some people may hate me for that, but... You know, I will also share this weekend that there was a structure to it, you know, that I was, I was encouraged to do the things that I loved, but there were demands placed on it. I had to do them certain way. So I had the support of my family, but it had to be done a certain way. Um, but so I had the, the, the privilege to first pick what I loved at the time and to kind of exercise it freely which, make no mistake, also, I have, my whole life I have worked more hours every day than anybody, but I don't feel like it's work, okay? Sometimes I wish there were more hours passion. in the day. You love what it's you're my passion. doing. It's I, obvious. I've always exercised my passion, but check this out. Check this out, okay? Now, a lot of people, I'm not bragging, but a lot of people would say when they meet me that I radiate a lot of freedom. That's for sure. You know, I got a pink mohawk and uh, uh, and even there, my dress code, I dress as I please. I'm eccentric. I'm not at all into punk rock. No offense to anybody that would be, but sometimes people go, hey, punk rock. And I go, I got no clue what you're talking about. I'm just an eccentric, you know, like uh, W. Clement Stone used to have those very peculiar mustaches. Uh, so uh, Mark Victor Hansen is a bit of an eccentric, too, with his unique ties and so on. So I'm my own kind of an eccentric. But uh, they also say that I radiate a lot of charisma and that I'm always super creative. Not last by, year. by the way, I, I just want to give a side note on that. The most mm-hmm. successful people I've met are all a little off-center. They're all a little <laughs> I, I actually think it, I think it's actually something that you, if you're just going to follow the mold of everyone else, you're not going to make it as big. As, as, but if you can get off-center a little bit and be your authentic, genuine self, that, you know, and break the rules a little bit. Not break the law, break the rules, you know. Um, yeah, in your own ways. There actually was a study conducted in my home country in Switzerland last year where they wanted to see if there was a correlation or relationship between uh, uh, eccentricity and high results in business. And they confirmed it. And it was not a, a study that was trying to support that point initially. 
uh, I, I was exposed to the details, and uh, I actually took the test myself, and I scored super high in it. Uh, so uh, before I pass it back to you, Joe, uh, so last year, you know, I, I've had, uh, I was married five times, and I'm probably going to get married again. So I live with a new girl, and it happened before, but a little more mildly. And she had some serious restrictions at the level of schedule and so on, which I adapted to for a little bit. And I helped her out a little bit. We, we, we like, you know, twin flames. And, but here's what I noticed. When I was exposed to an environment where she had to go, and I was confined to her schedule for periods of time, suddenly I felt a drop in my creativity, in my, my, mm. my liveliness, my energy, I couldn't believe it, and also my charisma. And I genuinely, I felt a lot more creative, uh, a lot less creative, inventive, and so on. So it was a brief period of time. She had to go through a certain period of time. And, uh, you know, I, I said, okay, if we've got to do it, we've got to do it. And for me, I turned everything into a study, okay, because I, I'm never going to do anything without it having a, a higher payoff or lesson in it. So I started to observe. I was fascinated. Now it's a little bit on and off. There's periods of time when she has to go back to that, and there's periods of time where we follow my own flow. And I see the difference. It's almost like you have a garden and you have two flowers that are blossoming and then two flowers that are dying. Insane. Insane. And for it to happen to me, so I had utmost sympathy. This gave me the gift, okay, to have utmost sympathy for I started to see the world differently. You know, I didn't see anymore a boring clerk or somebody who's pissed off at work. What I started to genuinely see is suffocation of true talent. Yes. I, I started to see that the potential, that we have to eradicate once and for all that foolish idea and model that wealth is only the privilege of some. It belongs to everybody, but there's a mindset, there's a blueprint, and if you have been hypnotized for years of schooling and I'm not dissing the school system because it has a plus and a minus, okay? My sister opened a school in India. That whole area has blossomed greatly ever since. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, you know, it's also very structured, and it does encourage very much think for yourself, express yourself. So, but we have to eradicate, and there's a place for everybody, and, and make no mistake, you know, it's not that you don't have it in you, it's that it's been, it's been buried deep down inside, and you've got to make some headways. My personal model has always been, you know, uh, take a chance, and uh, the rest will follow, and it's never failed me. It's that old verse by Goat. You know, many people pronounce his name differently because it's not easy. The German writer, where he said, "Baldness has genius in it." Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I, you say that word. Okay. So, but anyway, so uh, please grant yourself that gift. I know we also are blessed with uh, 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 a third person that's going to be there on Saturday. Uh, yeah. So I let you announce that, Joe. Yeah, so um, I, before we do that, I just want to, yeah, I, I have witnessed this too. I've witnessed amazing creative people shrink because of the jobs they're in. And so it's okay to have a job that gives you that paycheck 
But one of the great reasons to have your own business, it has nothing to do with the money. It's your creative expression. And, uh, you know, here's a great case in point. Solomon Van Buren. You know, he's a guy that I met through one of your events, and he hired me, and he was working for Netflix making 14 bucks an hour. And uh, he said, Joe, I, you know, it's my job, it's my paycheck, and they give me benefits, but this is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. And so he, we created a side hustle business for him. He, uh, he, he fell in love with the idea of being a traveling DJ, and he just sent me a thing today. He's a featured DJ at this big event in Colorado. And wow. He still, he still has a job, but man, what, you know, and that gives him money, but he gets lit up with the chance to be the DJ and the host of the party and making everybody dance and feel good. And, and, and I think everybody has that. So uh, everybody has that potential to, yeah, okay, you got your job, but why not create something that is you and your expression of you and your greatness and what you're all about? So... Uh, yeah, so we got, you know, so uh, I have been blessed. I have had the chance that, you know, if, I don't know, everybody doesn't know this man, but there's a man named Les Brown who um, is an amazing motivational speaker and somebody who has gone from the bottom to the top and made millions of dollars as a motivational speaker. And he hired me at one point to help him. And, uh, uh, and then his son, uh, Les Brown Jr., also hired me. And Les came back and hired me to help him to, to basically start coaching his daughter in entrepreneurship. So the family, there's three people in the family who hired me. And one of them, Les Brown Jr., I talked to him the other day, and uh, he's going to be able to come and grace us with his presence on Saturday. Um, wow. He is a – yeah, yeah. Um, so we are going to have uh, – Les Brown Jr. is going to come and spend a little time with us and give a little talk. Again, you know, back to basics in business, and he will make some contribution and be there for everybody. So if you want to meet Les Brown Jr. and hear his thoughts and talk to him a little bit, um, he will be there. He may not be there for the whole day, but he will definitely be there on Saturday. That's big. That's big. And, you know, uh, his father, Les Brown, has been truly instrumental in uh, – in, 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 in my, my, my beginnings, because I went to see him once. It was at Agape Church, and uh, uh, there were a thousand people there, and I waited uh, until I was kind of one of the last people there. Uh, at the end, people would shake his hand. I went in line twice to shake his hand. I was starstruck, and I shook his hand. And then uh, it's the organizers. There was a musician and the Panther and uh, Reverend Michael Beckwood, uh, and Les Brown, mm -hmm. they are the only ones there. And I'm across the street, so fascinated. I'm in my early 20s thinking, one day I, I really want to, uh, to, to be a motivational speaker, you know. And, but I'm like, wow, I'm mesmerized. And suddenly he remembered my name out of a thousand people in line. And he calls me and he said, come in the picture with us. And I stand in the picture. <laughs> I'm like smiling so big. You can see my gums and my teeth. And then he had somebody working for him, uh, probably a PA, that said, uh, speak to her, give her your address. A couple of days went by. It's, it's quite some time ago, so the mail system was a uh, It took a longer. And what's in the mail? The picture. And that did so much to me. That's a form of passing it forward. That's absolutely surreal, okay? He was never there to see me open the mailbox, see that picture, 
but that that was the equivalent of like a uh, a thousand hour seminar for me that day I remember I grabbed the picture I ran to the copy store to make to blow blow it up put it on my wall and I was like uh, I, I, I that was it that was a major turning point for me so so uh, Les Brown Jr. Is, is there on Saturday that's 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 big so. One of the topics that uh, Les Brown Jr. talks about is it's your time. Mm. And it's your, it's your time, Vince. It's my time. You know, Les Brown was the highlight, you know, for many years. It's, it's Les Brown Jr.'s time. And if, and if you show up to this event, when you show up, you know, it's your time also. It's your time to have a business. It's your time to be an entrepreneur. It's your time to get back to basics. It's your time to create a business that works. And, and, and by now we is, have breeded a, a whole bunch of people. By now we have breeded a whole bunch of people. You know, you talked about Solomon, uh, yet uh, Yogi Chris, Chris Deville, this, you know, we, so many have started their own, their own speaking thing and so on. So, um, and make no mistake, here's the final gift, okay? If you get that gift, you're in. If you don't get that gift, I'm still eluding you. Uh, the first stage of the transition is you, you, you got to get in motion. That's the first stage, you know. And at first, there's, there's probably a counterforce. There's probably like, oh, I know, but I've already. And so make no mistake. It's like a, a commitment, a pact with yourself. Get in motion. It's, it's hard if you work all day to take that extra step afterwards and, and begin to write a page of a book and so on. But uh, you got to start somewhere, somehow, and everything counts, mm-hmm. and then accumulate value. Accumulate value. See, many people just know me as the pickup guy, okay? But honestly, you take any wise businessman out there, and they say, your take, you with the pink hair, tell me more about time efficiency. Uh, well, your take, tell me more about optimizing your, your energy. Tell me more about, like, energy healing and so on, okay? Uh, I will deliver. And why is that? Because I've always jumped on board, you know, as much. When we say value, it's the sum total of all the value you took. Okay? Garbage in, garbage out, good things in, good things out. The, it, it still stands. So, so, so just, you know, even if you're like, oh, I'm not sure if I want to start my business and so on, be the kind of man or woman that you just, you just show up. You show up and watch the miracle happen. Or you can just stay home and, and continue to swim in your sea of excuses. There's a, a link with this uh, podcast right now. Click on it, and we have an early bird. Uh, I hope you can catch the early bird. Again, there are three options. In person here, luxurious location in Hollywood. We're going full force to create a lifestyle experience for you as well. Or you can watch the live stream, and even if you watch partially or the whole thing, or you miss the live stream, you do get the recording afterwards, okay? And everybody will get the recording afterwards. So, Joe, thank you for including me in this, and I'm looking forward myself to learn from you. Uh, All three of us will be at the event. Click on the link below, and uh, that it's your time, like like Joe was saying, that – uh, Liz Brown Jr. is saying, so we're here for you. Are yeah. you here for you? And I want to I just, one more thing is I loved your, your four gears, you know, speed, repetition, precision, and uh, uh, speed, uh, preparation, and precision. 
And even if you're making money in business right now, I love the piece of precision because there's a distinction between right and almost right. I used to think discernment was the ability to sort right from wrong, and it is, but real discernment is the ability to sort right from almost right. And it's entirely possible that if you can shift your thinking from almost right to right on, your message, your marketing, your business will be so much more resonant and it can take you to a whole other level. And so don't be satisfied if your stuff is almost right. Let's nail it and get it. Let's get it spot you, 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 on. With you give me decisions. so many ideas, Joe. You just, you know what? Yeah, I, I am in, in business. And here is the one thing, uh, the gift for those who are, you're in one of four positions. You, 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 you want it, but it's, you always thought it was out of reach. Okay? So you need to just wake up now. You're, you, you've been wanting it, and you don't take the leap of faith. You're starting, and it's eluding you a little bit. It's not easy. Maybe you're still working a job, and you do two things. And, or you're actually established in business. I'm established in business. But even when you're established in business, after a while, guess what? everything that, uh, that exists becomes quite hypnotic. So after a while, you can become a victim of being your own boss, and you need to reboot yes. that. Okay? Because there is also that time, maybe you've been in business for 10 years, and you've been doing it every day, and you know your thing, and now you're an expert, so you know your thing, and... Uh, at the same time, uh, you're kind of trapped with uh, the limitation of what you don't know that's outside of what you know. So it's essential. Every wise person goes to continuing education. You know, the, the, the uh, professions that are most acknowledged, a doctor and so on, they have yearly conventions uh, to make sure that you, you, you stay alert, you stay awake. So for me, it's essential too. Otherwise, I could easily go dormant. I know my thing, and then you turn around and, whoa, look at look, what's happening. Anyway, uh, I know you have a prior commitment. Joe, yes. I thank you so very, very, very much. And I cannot wait for Saturday. Again, thank you for listening to this. This is a glimpse of what awaits. You're here for you, by you, as you. So tell yourself right now, as your new boss, to click on that link and show up this weekend in-person, live stream, or recording. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Joe. Thank you.